Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that it will be a blessing to you. As we get started, before we begin, I want to say publicly thank you to the Lord for His great presence, the Holy Spirit's presence in our singing this past weekend in the Sunday morning service. God certainly blessed us at Riverside Baptist Church, and for that we are thankful our scripture this morning comes from the book of second kings chapter 4 we begin reading verse number 30 and the mother of the child said as the lord liveth and as thy soul liveth i will not leave thee and he arose and followed her and gehazi paced on before them and laid the staff upon the face of this child but there was neither voice nor hearing, wherefore he went again to meet him and told him, saying, The child is not awake. And when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands and he stretched himself upon the child, and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro, and went up and stretched himself upon him, and the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi and said, Call this Shunammite. And so he called her, and when she was come in unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Then she went in and fell at his feet, and bowed herself to the ground, and took up her son, and went out this is a very interesting passage in the word of god i'm calling this message this morning the seven sneezes and i'll explain more about that as we get to the end but the first thing i want you to see we've got to go back we've got to see the provision that was provided by this woman in verse number eight it says and it fell on a day that when elisha paced to shunem where was a great woman and she constrained him to eat bread, and so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passes by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither." As we start this, I want you to see what this woman done. She provided a place for the prophet to stay. Now, Elijah is a type of John the Baptist, the forerunner, but Elisha here is a type of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And what a great thing it is whenever we provide a place for Jesus. Now, many of you, if Jesus, if you have a guest come by your house, you would give them a spare bedroom, a place to stay, but... When it comes to Jesus, we'd be tempted to put him in a closet somewhere, put him in the corner of her heart, just give him a little piece of our life. But what did she do? She provided him a place. She made sure he was comfortable. And I ask you today, when the Lord stops by your house, when he stops by your heart, is he comfortable? Does he have a place to stay? Does he have his own place? And that is the Lord of your life. Amen. I'm glad that when Jesus comes by, if we give him the full presence, if we give him a place, there is blessings that come from that. If you look at verse number 13, and he said unto him, say now unto her, 
Behold, thou hast been careful with us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son in that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. Look at the blessing she received. Now, I want you to know she didn't ask for anything. She didn't ask for this son, but she was surely blessed. Now, as Christians, a lot of times we're bad to try to make a deal with God. We say, God, whenever you do this, I'll do that. Whenever you do this, whenever you give me a better job, whenever you let me get a house, get it paid for, let me get married, have my children, get my children raised, whatever it may be, we are bad as Christians to say it is then that I will serve you. But I want you to see that she didn't say that. She didn't give him a place after she got what she wanted she didn't even ask for it she just said this is a prophet we're going to give him a place and thus should it be with the lord we need to give him a place we need to give him reign in our life in our hearts we need to give him room and we should not expect something but i want you to know that when you do give god a place when you do give him free reign in your life you will be blessed and thus it is with her she ended up Bearing a child, the Bible tells us her husband was old, but she still was able to have a child. Praise God. We look at the next part, though, in verse number 18. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the ices that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore will thou go to him? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Then we see as we go on that she went to Elisha. I want you to see just because God had blessed her, that didn't mean everything had been perfect. Now, there's many preachers that tell you, if you serve God, if you do what you're supposed to, that everything would be perfect. It'd always be peaches and cream. Everything would go the way you want it to, but that's simply not the case. We will face hardships. We will face trials. There will be storms and struggles whenever we serve God. But I want you to see this woman. She wasn't, she wasn't hindered. She wasn't held back. She didn't just quit. A lot of us, we would have took, we'd have went immediately and buried this child. But what did she do? She took him back to the bed of the man of God and she shut the door upon him and she went out. She went to her husband. She told him in verse 23, it shall be well. She was going to get the man of God. I want you to see her position. Her position was that the man of God had blessed her with this child. And when trouble arose, whenever there was problems, she went back to him and that's what we need to do when we face a trial when we face a problem when something goes wrong in our life we need to go back to our savior back to the lord jesus christ 
Amen. He will take care of us. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. The Bible said we have a brother. We have a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Thank God for that. We need to always be willing, be ready to run back to the Lord in a time of trouble. I want you to see her position, but not only that, see Gehazi's Gehaz, position in verse 29 and 31. Then he said to Gehazi, Gird up thy loins and take thy staff in thy hand and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not. And if any salute thee, answer him not again and lay my staff upon the face of the child. And we see the woman, she would not leave. But we go on down that Gehazi passed before them. He was younger. He was able to run faster. He was able to get there quicker. But he laid the staff upon the face of the child. And when Elisha got there, he said, the child is not awake. Now, I don't know what was going through his hand, but I don't believe Elisha was surprised. I don't think he thought for a minute that the child would awake from the staff being laid on him. Sometimes we've got to look at the word of God and realize that something very practical happened. And I believe the staff was laid on the child for a simple reason to make sure that he wasn't buried to make sure that he was still there whenever Elisha got there. Now let's look at Elisha's position in verse number 34. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. What did he do? What did Elisha do? He put himself in the position, in the place of the child. That's just what Christ did for us on the cross. He put himself in our place. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Many times as Christians, what we fail to do, we don't put ourselves in the lost place. We sit up here on our high horse. We sit up here in our nice churches and we look down at sinners. We look down at the struggles they go through. We never stop to listen. We never stop to see what's going on and put ourselves in their place. Not only to do that with lost people, but we do that with other Christians, with other members of the church. We're too quick to judge. We're too quick to jump to conclusions. Oh, but that we as Christians would put ourselves in their place. We would realize what they were going through. Let's look at the proof. Verse 35. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. And then he called her and when she was come into him, he said, Take up thy son. And she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. We see the proof. What was the proof, you say? The proof is the seven sneezes. I don't know about you, but I've not yet been to a funeral. I've not yet seen somebody that had passed from death, that had died. I've not yet seen anybody sneeze. But here this child, he sneezed seven times. And that was enough proof. That was enough evidence of life. It was a very simple thing, but it was enough for Elisha. We as Christians, we'd be tempted to look for evidence as from a doctor of divinity, from a new convert, but all he seen was a sign of life. Amen. We'd look for them to recite the Psalms or do some great thing, but no, that was enough for Elisha. He called her mother and his mother and said, come take the child out. It was a simple thing, but it was involuntary the bible says if any man be in christ he is a new creature now 
whenever you sneeze, it's not always a pleasant thing. It's not something that you can help. It's something that just happens. Surely if a lady's in the church house this morning and she starts to sneeze by about the third or fourth sneeze before she gets to sneeze number seven, she would be out of the church because it would be embarrassing to her, but it would still be something that she could not help. You see, it was involuntary. And I want you to know if you're saved, if you're a Christian this morning, there will be a sign of life. There will be a sign of the new life of Christ in you. It will be involuntary. It will happen just as sure as you bow on your knees and truly accept Christ as your Savior. They will be a change. You will be a new creature. I want you to see everyone sneezes differently. Now, many men sneeze very loudly and women, they might have a cute little little soft sneeze, but everyone does sneeze differently and everyone does serve God in a different way. We can't be quick to judge. We can't be quick to say, well, they're not doing what I'm doing. They're not raising their hand like I'm doing. They're not shouting like I'm doing. They're not crying like I'm doing. But if there is a sign of life, let us not judge. Let us let us be hopeful. Let us look for salvation. Look for those signs of life. I want you to see, last of all, it was repetitive. The child sneezed seven times. Seven times seven is the number of completion in the Bible, and I believe the child sneezed until he is through sneezing. You say, preacher, what are you getting at? I believe that we should serve God, and we will serve God. I believe there will be evidences of life until this life here is over and we pass unto newness of life with our Savior. A sneeze might not look like much, but this child was dead. It was a tremendous sign of life, and it was enough for Elisha. Let's be careful. Let's make sure we are not quick to judge. Let's make sure that we are quick to encourage those who have just gotten saved. Amen. I pray this broadcast has been a blessing to you. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to have you join us at Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina. God bless.